Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Never Heard of It podcast. A Night Shift Radio original. Every week we bring you the good, the bad, the weird, and lesser known streaming movies. Hit subscribe for new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. It's December. Michael. It is it is December and and as of uh airing this episode it is halfway through December That's more true. than halfway. I I keep forgetting that we are we went from being like all over the place in November to like legitimately having our shit together and being ahead of time on uh, in December and so here we are. I mean it's it's already weird enough that for us sitting here it is December 4th. Like December is in full swing and before we know it like we are we are 3 weeks away from christmas and it's just so 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 wild to me and like yeah well I it's mean, december 15th for the day that this the, episode this, is actually airing geez, yeah that's that's so like what is the future like listeners i, I we got to know i hope it's good Hit, i hope the weather I, I doesn't suck really cuz i'm going to be traveling yeah. soon <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't want shitty weather. So I hope I hope it is good weather for you uh, out there in eleven days from yeah. eleven days Ooh. in the future. <laughs> Welcome to the world of, of tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> Why are you this way? <laughs> <laughs> I just that's great. Futurama, great show. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, hopefully. Uh, but it, yeah, December fifteenth. But mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. this is crazy. Christmas is coming soon. And Caleb, you just watched a uh, a, a Christmas movie. Oh boy, did I! Uh, <laughs> um, so earlier this this week, which oh my god, like you you and I have, have talked about how like you know we we still get together every couple of days, and you know either we're recording or we're writing, we're we're just hanging out talking whatever. But it see it feels like those couple of days are like two week stretches uh and it's just wild how much longer time is feeling right now but yeah just just a handful of days ago so we're recording on sunday this was monday i was checking uh socials and saw that a a local uh influencer here in st louis who has started uh working with uh with film companies to do screenings event screenings uh had passes for Violent Night, starring David Harbour. Uh, And I have been wanting to see that. And I I saw, like, it was actually, like, a lot of times these screenings are at, like, the the cinemas way out in the county. And just, like, you know, it's not... It's not worth the trip, honestly. I don't want to do it. Uh, but this one was at a reasonably nearby cinema that Ellen and I used to go to. It was an old AMC. Uh, and you know, for being still a, a chain theater, still has you know, typically good prices. It's a really good layout, comfortable seats. They're like full reclining seats. They're like, oh, right. yeah. Um, so I asked him, like, hey, do you, 
do you want to go see this? And she's like, yeah, sure, why not? And so I scored us two passes, and we we got got ready. We went on Tuesday, and oh boy, <laughs> what a night! <laughs> I, so so the plot of this is, if I'm remembering, is something similar to Fat Man, right? Kind of, but not really. Like Santa okay. isn't the target of of any of the, the attention in this. Santa is kind of just Santa is, is, like stumbles into the trouble in this film. Uh, basically okay. it, it centers around this really wealthy family, uh, the Lightstones. Uh, they are a like horrible, dysfunctional rich family uh, with the, the mother in charge and like, you know, runs this company that does like shady shit on the side for the U S government, like, you know, grease and palms in, in countries to like make deals happen, stuff like that. Uh, all the stuff that the government can't be seen doing. And so they're, they're fantastically wealthy, but horrible, horrible people people uh and the the oldest son jason he wants out he like we see like he he has a an estranged wife and their little daughter linda and trudy and he wants out of the the family business so that he can get their family back together that's all trudy wants for christmas is for mom and dad to get back together uh a shockingly heartwarming story uh I, i have to tell you like underlies this whole thing this like this really really heartfelt family story throughout this absolutely fucking bonkers film uh and you know santa we we meet you know he's uh he's a drunk he's sloppy he's like you know everyone's just greedy these days like nobody believes in christmas or the magic and i think this is going to be my last time so we have our kind of our, our classic santa's over your shit and like christmas is canceled sort of thing so he's classic. making his his last run when he ends up in the the lightstone's house just as uh this troop of mercenaries led by john leguizamo uh who all have code names like scrooge and tinsel and krampus and sugar plum <laughs> as, uh, as you do yeah uh, just straight up start murdering the entire like staff of, of this household and take the family hostage and are like threatening to, to torture the family members and so we have this really weird mix of like hallmark family christmas movie meets john wick meets home alone but people actually die <laughs> it is all right so fucking bonkers uh just like a wild ride that had me screaming out loud in the theater like i can't believe what i'm seeing right now and other times on the verge of tears because it's so sweet and then also oh my god Oh, oh, what did he do to him with that hammer? Oh, <laughs> boy. There's a whole subplot where, like, Santa's origins were actually as, like, a fucking, like, Norse warrior with a hammer called Skull Crusher. And, oh, it's yes. uh, absolutely, absolutely worth your time. Uh, that if you sounds can ha- bonkers. If you can handle ultraviolence... Uh, and, and you'll, you like a good, uh, you like a good family friendly Christmas movie, uh, <laughs> where people's skulls are split open, uh, and go see Violent Nights. The good old, uh, ultra violence. All right. Yeah. So, uh, violent, that's still in theaters now. David Harbour, of course, uh, Harbour? Harbour. Harbour. Yeah. David Harbour, uh, you know, uh, uh, Red Guardian, right? Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was the, he's in the MCU, but of course everyone knows him as, 
uh, Jim Hopper in Stranger Things, yes. which I, I did a rewatch uh, this year okay. uh, with of Stranger Things with my daughter because it was her first time watching it, and we were watching through it, and I realized that Jim is kind of a bad cop. Like, yes. Oh yeah. He's, he's terrible, and not in the way of like you're not good at your job, but in like the, you're a, you're a corrupt cop. Like he's a bad cop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause like, I was like, Oh shit. Like Jim, you're not a good guy. Like he is not a good guy no. through this movie uh-huh. or through that series. That was pretty interesting to see. But I love it. He does have a good growth arc, which I, I really appreciate Cause yeah, like you, you, you shouldn't start out liking him. He, they make him endearing and David Harbour is such an endearing person. Like, it's hard not to love Jim Hopper, but like if you really pay attention to his character, he does not start out as a good person. No, he really, yeah, he spends a good season and a half where you're like, ooh, that is, mm-hmm. ugh. <laughs> I don't know, if, I don't know if we should be talking. <laughs> Maybe we should be. Somebody should be calling your boss right now and filing an official complaint. Yes. Like this is pretty fucked up. Uh, yeah, good old Jim Hopper though. Uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see what his arc. Land. I mean, he's gonna die in Stranger Things season six or five or whatever it is. It'll be five, uh, yeah, because the fifth, five. fifth will be the yep. final season. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like in in the last season they've got to kill off a lot of people. Like I feel like Eleven has to die. Uh, I Jonathan's got to die because his character's boring. <laughs> yes. Um, like Mike is gonna die. Like you know, they got to kill them all off. That's what I think. I'm not sure that I agree with you that it needs to happen, but I don't disagree that it probably will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you know, uh, uh, Sean Levy is is uh, uh, highly involved in Stranger Things, and he's been, he did a lot of really good stuff. He was the uh, the director for, um, uh, for Free Guy, oh, and yeah. he's going to be directing uh, Deadpool 3. So. Oh. Yeah, I, I am. So I am very excited about Deadpool three. Uh, I'm honestly, I, I, I continue to be surprised. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be, but I continue to be surprised at how fun the Deadpool movies are. They they are really good. I, I'm very excited for for three. Spe- so speaking of Deadpool, I watched uh, Ryan Reynolds' new film Spirited. Oh, yeah. So that is on Apple TV Plus. So I I did some maths. Uh, I was uh, I was being inspired by a character we're writing, and I did some math. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> that joke only works for Caleb and it's, I, but I, like we're I writing a movie, it, and the character's a math teacher. So I, now you guys have context. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, it's five dollars more a month for me to have Apple TV or to get the the ones the Apple TV one subscription or the Apple, Apple one. one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so so I end up getting news, fitness, Apple TV Plus. And I keep my family uh, Apple Music subscription because my daughter and I share it, yeah. and the two terabytes of cloud storage, which okay. also is shared between me and my daughter. Um, and so, like, it was like five dollars more a month, and I get those things. And I was like, it it makes sense. I'm yeah. getting Apple. Basically, I'm getting Apple TV for five dollars a month, and it's normally more than that. So. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, this makes sense. Like, why would I not upgrade? And just, and then now everything's being bundled together because originally my iCloud and my iTunes were being billed separately. So I was getting like one bill and then I was getting another, but now everything's being billed at once. Whatever. You don't need to know all that. Efficiency. Yeah. So I decided to watch Spirited with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, uh, the musical. Mm -hmm. I, it was fun because like Ryan Reynolds is very Ryan Reynolds in the movie. Will Ferrell is very Will Ferrell in the movie. I mean, like you get exactly what you get. 
uh, for it. Um, but, uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was sweet. Uh, it, I did not expect the ending to happen the way that it ends. Mm. I didn't expect it to, to end. I'm not going to spoil that, oh, thank you. but it ended in a way that I was like, I didn't, I did not see that coming. And that was, a, that's kind of an interesting ending, um, which was pretty crazy. And, you know, it had the feel good moments of the guy learns the lesson, you know, cause it's Scrooge. It's the story of Scrooge. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and but uh, a great character that's in that is Sunita Manny. Love uh, plays, Manny. Yeah, she plays uh, Christmas Past, uh, and she's very funny in it. Tracy Morgan plays uh, Christmas Future. Uh, he only has a couple of lines in the movie, but he's also really good. I mean, listen, if you like feel good movies, the music isn't great. Like the musical numbers aren't very great. Um, but like, if you like Will Ferrell, if you like Ryan Reynolds, and you like them being their characters. Like yeah. the people that you know them as, you're gonna like Spirited. You're gonna like it. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, it. It just looks like a fun film, and you know, the, this this time of year, especially, like you kind of want just that lighthearted, just a little bit, yeah, a little bit of joy in the in the dark months. Um, and that's what it was, and I think it was just worth it was worth the watch for that yeah. alone. Yeah. Um, started watching uh, Wheel of Time finally. Yeah, uh, after, that's coming next, the beginning of next year, I think. So I think the, it's like so they're doing another imminent. Season? Okay. Uh, they are doing another season. They're Either they're finished filming it and it's coming soon or they're filming it now. Okay. I don't know which. Yeah, I was, I'm, I've been a little bit worried because we have two episodes left. It's, a, it's an eight-episode first season. Each episode is like an hour long. So basically you have this eight-hour story arc. And like uh, it is based on a, I think it's 13 book series. It's a very long series. It's an absurdly long book series. And yeah. all of these books are like ancient tomes and like they're, they're massive. They're huge, huge, beefy, uh, fantasy novels. Um, and so like, I, I was a little bit nervous. I'm like, okay, we did season one and it feels like maybe we'll get through book one. Ah, that means there's a lot of this show that either has to happen or has to disappoint a lot of people. Uh, and yeah. so that, that makes me nervous, but I have to say so far I am absolutely fucking loving it. Uh, and you, you know what my opinion about game of Thrones was. I, I hated it. I don't, yeah. I don't need, uh, you know, I, I don't need some guys, uh, like kinks to be just like, murdering naked people all day long. I don't, it's like, I, I don't know how to properly describe why I hate that show, but it's just, it's brutal for brutal's sake is overly sexual for, for you know, the, the sake of itself there, you know, there's, I mean, let's put it, put it bluntly, child abuse um, on top yeah, of murder. Yeah, well, I mean, murder episode one, on they top, kill a kid. Like, <laughs> they like, throw a kid off a roof. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's shock value is all that show is to me. Like the, the fantastical elements are completely lost in this whole notion that like it has to be bloody and brutal and horrifying. And like, I hated it. I did not enjoy watching it. It, it left me feeling bad. Uh, but then I sit and I watch this and like, yes, there is some, some violence and gore, but only to the extent that it's, it's necessary. Yes. Yeah. There's some, some sexuality, but like to the extent that it fits the, the characters, it is not an overly sexual either. It, like it, it wasn't like straight up porn yeah. sex scenes. Uh, yeah. And so it's something that like, it can be watched and enjoyed by a wider audience for one, but also it focuses on really good storytelling and on visuals. And it feels more like, Hey, surprise, 
fantasy and escape. So like, we're not focused on like the horrible darkness of our lives on a day-to-day basis. We're, we're in, like lost in this magical world. And I am just, I'm, I'm loving seeing the, the way that they portray the Aes Sedai and seeing the way that the, the one power is, is displayed, which like, it's, it's always a little bit hit or miss how magic is going to be uh, translated on the screen. And I really yeah. love that. The character development has been great so far. Uh, love Moraine. Uh, just, just such a, a powerful figure to, to lead this whole thing. Uh, so really, really enjoying it. Don't know quite uh, where, where it's going to go from here. Uh, excited to learn that there's going to be another season. Uh, so just like it feels good to have good fantasy that isn't, uh, isn't torture porn and isn't just like schlocky romance. Like fantasy yeah. can fit, like it can be whatever you want it to be. I mean, that's why it's fantasy. But like I think a lot of people forget that it can live in this great in-between world. Like, Lord of the Rings isn't the only good example of accessible high fantasy. Yeah, you know, I mean, even in the past year, and, you know, Wheel of Time came out last year, but even in the past year, we've had some really good examples of of fantasy and high fantasy uh, in mainstream media. Mm -hmm. Rings of Power is a really great example, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, uh, if you haven't watched Rings of Power, if you already have, there is a show on our network called Tipples and Tolkien, where they go through episode by episode, give you some lore backgrounds and stuff, so you can kind of watch the show along with them and really get some, some cool things. So definitely check that show out. Tipples and Tolkien, you can go to nightshiftradio.com and see that that show is on there. Um, that was a really great example of, of fantasy. Even the Witcher series, like mm-hmm. I didn't read oh. the books for The Witcher, so like I know a lot of people complain because it changed a lot of things in the books. But as somebody sure. who didn't read the books, I've been totally into the show. I really like The Witcher, and I think you know that's another one where it does get very violent and there is a little bit of sex in it, but not really too bad. It's and it it, yeah. it feels very in character. It, it's it's more balanced, and that's the thing. Is like I yeah. I don't want to come across as a prude and like that I don't enjoy this thing. I mean, I literally just talked about like Violent Night, like. Santa smashing people's heads with a hammer, uh, among other very, very brutal things. Uh, But, like, there has to be some balance. You've got to tell me a good story, and it can't just be, like, people constantly being tortured and gutted and, like, murdered in, like, like, honestly, like, don't show me how creative you are in how many ways you can think to kill someone. Show me how creative you are in how you tell a story and develop a character. They're very different things. And like the story should be in in the creative ways of why you want to kill the character, not of you doing the character. Because that's yeah. the motivation part that you want. That's yeah. what you want. You yeah. want that you want to feel the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think so like Rings of Power and like Willow, mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. examples of two series that are very family friendly. I can't wait to watch um, Willow. You know, both properties are it's you know, first two episodes are out. Both of those properties are high fantasy, mm-hmm. but are family friendly. Like yes. you could I could sit down with my 10-year-old and watch Rings of Power and be like, this is high fantasy. I couldn't, obviously, I can't do that with The Witcher. I can't do that with uh, with Wheel of Time, as an example. That's not, a, you know, that's not a family-friendly show. You know, so, like, uh, it's great that this fantasy is living in all of these worlds mm-hmm. because it used to be, like, kitty fairy tale, you know, and then Lord of the Rings kind of came around and did it and everyone's like, oh, you adults can like this too. Yeah. Got it. And then we got Game of Thrones and they were like, you went too far. Yep. You, you that's, come that's... back a little bit. Just come back like a little bring bit. We're fine. Bring it back. Just just bring it back a little bit. Like you can live, you can live past Lord of the Rings 
but you got to be a little before Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. which is kind of my my big upset about House of Dragon is I was like, here's their opportunity to really balance it and do it right. And I wanted more fantasy and it ended up being more Game of Thrones and less dragons. Yeah. Um, I wanted more fantasy involved in it because like we just spent the last like three seasons, the last three seasons of Game of Thrones were all about like fairies and you know and and like zombies and dragons and i was like cool give me more of that and then house of dragons they were like who's gonna be the king and i'm like fucking boring that was like i don't give a shit who's gonna be the king in your stupid world show me magic people they just did 97 seasons about who's gonna be the king <laughs> it's gonna be the, and they're, they're, it's just they're doing it again and the thing is like now i know her fate but there's nothing magic like there's no world yeah. i don't know yeah. i'm still still watched it i'm probably gonna watch season two but i still am like I don't know, man. It's kind of getting, it's getting boring. Give me, give me a wheel of time. Give me a rings of power, you know, where there's a little more going on uh, in the mat, in the fantasy world. I want my fantasy. So, so Willow's doing it right though? Uh, Willow's doing it. I will say that. Uh, I enjoy, I had a good time watching it. Okay. I will tell you, th- I will okay. say that. Okay. I, I, without any spoilers, there are too many characters in Willow um, that don't make sense. And one of the characters should be, two of the characters should be mushed into one person. Mm. And the fact that they these two characters both exist makes me be like, well, now I don't care about either of you. <laughs> you should just be one person. And I think I would care more. Okay. Like if you were mushed into this one person with this one story, but now it's like, there's just too many of you. And I'm like, eh, who should I be caring about? Wheel of time did a really good job of, of, of that mm-hmm. because there's a lot of characters in the beginning. And then as the show progresses, you start being like, I understand why there's so many of you yeah. now. And now it's like, and now I understand why there's less of you now. Yep. You know, as it goes to like, you start really feeling it. Willow, right off the bat, I'm just like, there should, these two characters should not be two separate people. This should be one person. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. But it's still, it was still, I mean, it was still Willow. It still was fun and I felt good watching it. And, you know, of course I had my questions of like, why is this character not in it? Or why is this character in it? Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand it's more of logistics in real world and not that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, but what are you guys, what are, what are you watching in the high fantasy world? Is there shows we're missing? We would love to know. You know, if you're watching this on YouTube, comment down below. Let yeah. us know if there's something, a series that we should be watching. Uh, I would love to know, especially if it's in the fantasy realm, aside from these mainstream things, what are we missing? Um, and if you're listening on your podcast player of choice, hit us up on social media. All the links are down below or hop over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at nightshiftmg and uh, comment on this video and let us know uh, what you're watching and what we should be watching. Do it. You won't. Yeah, fucking, yeah. Uh, But we got a brand new episode coming up this Sunday. We're reviewing the movie Suburban Gothic, which is available for streaming on Plex. Plex Plex.tv is a free uh, streaming site, so definitely check that out if you're the type of person that watches movies before we review them. That is where you that is where you done go to do the thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so hey, there it is, everyone. Thanks a lot for watching. Thanks a lot for listening. Yeah. Uh, and as always, make sure to share with one hundred thousand of your closest high elf mages, and make sure that they've written their letters to Santa. <laughs> Thanks a lot for watching and listening, and we will see you on Sunday. Okay, bye.